0: Welcome to the Whāku, the podcast that invites people from all walks of life to converse about various access to equity within the context of Aotearoa. We invite guests like the beautiful, handsome, talented man in front of us and as well as you to um, share your lived experiences in an effort to identify common threads within social systems, social networks and knowledge that uplifts the collective human experience.
1: And in season one, we're focusing on one overarching question, which is what does equity and support look like for various communities coexisting within one society?
0: All right. And I don't want to take any time away from our guest today because I feel like he's got bars upon bars to tell us. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself. So I guess um, tell us um, all the... Well, Kelsey, what...
1: Just however you want people to know who you are, is totally up to you. Um, And also what are your pronouns? So what kind of... Um, description words do you want us to use? Do you want us to use he, him, she, her, they, them, or anything
2: else? <laughs> Whakatairangitia, uta, tai, te church e mihi ana e nui I te, whākiu, uh, te, te uh, uh, chur chur to everyone that's out there, uh, my name is Horomono Horo and it's a real privilege uh, to be invited uh, by my two mates here, Joe and Kelsey, uh, to join in on the discussion uh, here on this awesome uh, podcast of Q, and it uh, korero about a lot of those issues that are out there in all of our communities. Uh, and in the iteration that I spoke of before coming into the English language, at the end there I spoke about uh, a wonderful um, whakatauki, a proverb from right up in the north where I'm from, uh, in the far north, Te Tai And uh, one of the biggest sayings that you hear a lot around the country, but mm. not necessarily many people understand it is what is uh, what is the main thing here um, in our country at the moment and it's supposed to be it is people it is people it is people Uh, it doesn't matter what type of people the person is Mm. Uh, we are supposed to be uh, working together working as a collective working together working as many communities uh, coming together for uh, the many societal gatherings that we have Uh, uh, gatherings that we have as different people, different cultures, uh, different um, societies, uh, different um, talanoa, different kōrero, different discussion points to come together. And so it's a real privilege to be here with my two mates uh, to come along and share in the fun here on whāki. Yes. Honestly,
0: just, I I love that you, you spoke through the through the language of music because I feel like um, tell us tell us how you jumped into that space or like to, like just, just to start off how did you start to realize that you spoke the language of music?
2: Um, I suppose I was one of those um, many young people at the time that you know fall off the beaten track. Mm. Um, I went to well over fifteen schools. Left school at fifteen. Never got expelled or suspended once, but because of the way the system was at the time, I was easily shoved to the side and pushed out of the schooling system. I had done my bit to give the schooling system that extra tick and that extra piece of cash um, to be a student in in mainstream education. And um, from being kicked out of school, uh, I eventually ended up in the streets and... Uh, one of the things I loved at the time and still love today is music. Mm. Um, you know, we're always influenced by the likes of uh, Aretha Franklin, mm. of Bob Marley, mm. uh, you know, Stevie Wonder. Mm. Um, and, and and back in those days, you know, we were influenced heavily by the Wu-Tang Clan, NWA, Tupac, mm. Um, mm. Snoop Dogg, Bone Thugs, hey. um, Arrested Development, and it goes on and on and on. And, and being shoved out of a system and put into the streets saying FTW, left, right and centre, you search for music that's sort of like you feel the pain, you feel the emotion. And so at that time, um, you know, you always love Uncle Bob, you Mm -hmm. know, and he's always emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our mind. And, you know, on the other side you had um, the likes of SNOOP and Tupac, you know, um, saying there are many messages against the system um, from um, fuck the police all the way through to this is for my niggers, strictly for my niggers. And like this was us here in Aotearoa saying niggers. Mm. And like for me, if you look at me, I'm not even brown, um, more of a light shade of brown. <laughs> um, but um, you know, and because we were lost in the system, you know, we attached ourselves to many things like that. And, and, uh, during that during that time of me being in the streets, you know, I come across some certain experiences that pushed me back home up into the north, up into the Hokianga, Whakapau Karakia, uh, up into the Bay of Islands, and and that's where you know uh, 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 a really big journey of my life started. And and part of that journey was picking up a conch shell, mm. you know, and and being told to play it, and then being to, told to play it, and then um, given the affirmation of being able to rap my experiences um, in this world after pl- after doing that and and when I picked up the shell, after the farting noises after the dead cow sounds, um, <laughs> you know, I got over it and it was like going, going,F, this thing I didn't have the words at the time, but now I can say that what the vibrations and frequencies that the that these types of instruments were giving me was invigorating something in me, was waking something in me that, you know, had been sleeping for a generation or two mm. and um, you know and then I came, I came across that this particular type of instrumentation of, of, of music actually had a name in traditional Maori musical instruments and not too many people were playing it. Most of my mates you know, you know would be going over to gigs with urban Pacifica Kinkapisi, damn native about Posse and all of those uh, uprising, voices in Aotearoa, New Zealand, Pacific hip-hop, you know, and uh, at that particular time, you know, that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a hip-hop artist because catching up with uh, Bill Urale, catching up with uh, Danny Haimona, catching up with, you know, Bennett Pormana and and all of them, they were sort of like the the rangatahi, the youth from from Māori, from Pacifica that was like, oh, damn, DLT, Shefu, all of these ones that were sort of like uplifting positivity and, and good energy, mm. not the societal energy of yeah. drugs, alcohol, violence. Um, they were coming out of that uh, that crack of society that was pushed and uh, moulded into the next generation. And uh, a lot of my mates were all following hip-hop, so I was like, yeah, that's me, mm. that's me. And um, But then when when i f- first picked up taumapuoro it sort of like freaked me out why it, it it freaked me out because this was me living in the streets going back home and then picking up a an instrument called a kōwhaiwhai which is a maori flute and it sort of like there was no you could at the time people were saying oh only men played certain instruments you know, the real typical colonial mm. thoughts. And then when I heard the stories and the messages and the connection back to the land, to our environments, everything had a duality. Yeah. You know, we were only hearing sort of like atuatane or male deities and their strengths. And I was going, well, we, we can't be born without a mama, mm. you Truth know. Truth be told. Yeah. And so… um it was always the wonderful thing that I was learning about these traditional instruments, that there was always atua tāne, male deities, and atua wahine connected to everything. And it gave me a new love, you know, because it was freaking me out. I was like, this is a real nigger, west side nigger wannabe who, you know, in, in the white world, would be classed as brown, mm. but I'm the white sheep in my family. Yes. Everyone else is browner than me, and I'm like, how come I got stuck being white? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but what I was learning, um, the more I was picking up these instruments, you know, it was sort of like showing me that, you know, culture, tradition, and and the balance um, is, was, is a wonderful thing. And, mm. and the stories that took it back to, not only the stories, stories I was learning about, you know, Te Ika Maui or um, being the North Island and Te Wakao Maui being the South Island, Te Waipounamu, um, but a lot of our stories that are pertained in these instruments came from the four corners of Te Moana Nui A Kiwa, the Pacific mm, Ocean, mm. and it connected me back. And this is me saying, "Fuck you to the world," and yet when I started learning about, you know the foundations of where I was from, I was like, damn, I come from a line of chiefs. Uh, I come from a line of orators, mm. of knowledgeable baskets, of knowledge that have an in-depth uh, understanding that was waking something inside of me up that I didn't understand. And so I needed to learn more. I needed to hitchhike around the country to find a new, uh, a new hui uh, to, to, to go and sit in, and then I started hearing young Māori speaking Māori. And for me, that was strange. Wow. Because I only ever heard old people speak mm, that, mm, that, mm. the way that I was brought up. And so hearing young people speaking Māori and then um, speaking Māori positively, and then the connections that they had to… Pacific Islanders, because, you know, I was brought up South Auckland, Mangere, (laughs) Otara, and then moved over to West, Mm. um, you know, and so there's strong Pacific communities. You would hear Pacifica people in those communities speaking their language, Mm. and I'd always be envious because I was like, how come Maoris ain't like that, Mm. you know? And so in terms of the language, the the language in, in the 80s and 90s were spoken a lot stronger in our island communities than... Māori themselves, even though we live in Aotearoa. Mm. And um, and so when I started going to all these gatherings, may, most of them were protesting gatherings with the uh, Tino Ranga Tiratanga movement, mm. the Kawariki movement, uh, Te Tiriti o Waitangi, um, a lot of these Mana Motuhake gatherings. And so I continued to converse with the likes of the Hone the Tamaitis, the Annette Sykes, the... Moana Jacksons, and, and uh, they started becoming uh, idols because uh, I wasn't brought up knowing their names. Mm, so mm. when I met some of them, a lot of – I would argue with them because – and a lot of my mates that were brought up in the Māori system or brought up knowing their Māori tongue, they're like, bro, 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 you can't argue with that person. And I'd be like, why not? Mm. They're like, don't you know who that is? And I was going, well, if he's the person you're saying he is – He's the perfect one to ask. Hard, mm. hard. You know, or if yeah. she's the one that they've done all of that work that you're talking about. Well, she's the perfect one to ask. Mm. Why beat around the bush and ask five other people before you get to her when just go to her? You know, and because that wasn't the process you used, you know. Or well,
0: that wasn't the colonial process yes, that we exactly. used. Exactly. You know? Email um, person for person.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and so, you, you know, um, being, being brought up. And 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 chucking myself into the streets, running away from my Fano, just to learn about my Fano, uh, was was like looking back at it now. It was really hard. At the same time, I don't think I would have been able to pick up what I know now if I didn't, just because of way thing the way things are. Mm. Um, but yeah, it music really and especially relearning and reawakening that inner Modi of our. Um, cultural instruments that has a connection not only to to us as a people, but has a connect to music worldwide. Mm. It gave me an understanding that um, you know playing a conch shell doesn't mean you're just from the Pacifica. Mm. Doesn't mean you're just from the Pacific Ring. You know whether you are Taiwan, whether you are Rapanui or. As uh, you know, the Western ideologies goes. You know, Austronesia, Aww. which goes from uh, Madagascar all the way across to Rapa Nui. Depending on what sort of ideologies you look back at, mm. when you look back at our cultural stories, Eta, we connect back to the All, mm. to the world, through our but through our oceanic highway. Mm. You know, um, and nowhere else in the world do you see. Uh, foundation language so connected between different cultures than you see in the Pacific you can go back uh, you know people are only now that the world has access to digital uh, computers and the internet um, whether it's ask.com or uncle Google Uncle or, Google yeah you know all of those particular <laughs> YouTube got aunt, you. <laughs> yeah, you got all of those you know but you go back and this is giving away my <clears throat> my age. But you go back to the early 2000s, even the mid 90s. Up, um, there was no such thing mm. as Google. <gasps> there was no such thing as Facebook. <gasps> you know, there was then,
1: all those like Encyclopaedia Britannicas. Like, <laughs> sets, eh? when I was a kid, I was like, I want one of those. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I opened it like twice, <laughs> and then I got rid of it. But, um, yeah.
2: <laughs> and so, in order for you to learn about those things, you actually had to. Go to those places mm. and meet the people and actually feel the experience.
0: Do you reckon that that gives you a, like a level of depth that's not experienced through 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 um, like technology? Or does that has do you reckon that that's like you can see that there's a difference between your depth of understanding from your experience and your senses, mm-hmm. as opposed to us reading something or watching a video clip and then trying to. Trying to understand from an experiential place
2: what that actually is and the meaning behind all of that is well, with technology um you know there was a time where you could you know when 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 it was dial up mm buffering know, <laughs> yeah buffering, and so if you wanted to it sometimes depending on where you were situated in new Zealand you know it could take up to if you're doing like downloading a song for example. <laughs> Um, That could take up to like five minutes To listen to a two and a half minute song mm. mm-hmm. You know And that's hearing it once mm. And then if you wanted to listen to it again <laughs> Boom It took a little bit quicker Maybe mm. four, three minutes Because it already buffered a lot of the information You know Whereas now you can just listen to it And put it on repeat And it just comes on as if you've got the cassette I mean the CD I mean the <laughs> <laughs> I mean the stream The, re- the record <laughs>
1: On Every the Spotify, time. you know,
2: <laughs> and um, and you know the, the I suppose one of the the pros towards the technology that we have today it gives you an understanding or a beginning to the information you are searching for, mm. but what the and remember I said the information you're searching for, what the experiential face to face does it affirms and it. Uh, it allows you to experience the realness of the difference between information and knowledge. Mm. Because when you go into those realms and meet the people and go in and, you know, not just uh, YouTube, how to make an umu. (laughs) And then when you go and actually make one and then your fingers get burnt, your, your arm hairs get singed and, you know, you cut yourself from cutting one of the Taro, taro. Or, or you know, all of those particular things. Itchy bites, man, from the oh. from the taro. Trying to peel that before you put it in. uh uh-uh. those those the, the ones with the with the yellow uh, the purple spots. Stick away from there. <laughs> you know, and then you you come across those ones that sort of like you meet you meet some people and you're like, oh, we're gonna do a hangi. And then you always get that Clever dicky coming in, you know, brand new gumboots, brand new swan dry, beautiful looking jeans going, oh, I saw on YouTube how to do oh, it. Oh, so, hey, da- 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 no. And then you see the bro that's, you know, got a like a, a butcher knife that's been used and shaped and carved, uh, a number of beef and mutton and, mm. and all of that. And, and like going, Where did you come from, bro? And like, oh, oh, I know how to do a hang. You're oh. like, okay then uh, You do you one and we'll do one ye yeah <laughs> You know, but You know, you can um, The difference between hearing information And and that's on both sides as well You know, you can hear something from your nannies mm. And they share a story about Why you don't put your bum on the table And then And then you go, oh, but why not Like, Well, hey kai are you food? You're going to put your bum on the table You're telling everyone, oh, yeah, eat me Mm. You know, the, the realness It brings the realness to it Whereas, you know, um, in, in some cultures Or people that are not so much connected to their culture they You see them sitting on tables Or, or doing certain things that you'll never see any Pacifica person do mm-hmm. um, And then everyone's like <gasps> You know, and then you you got those nannies That's sort of like <laughs> <you> <laughs> yeah. know, doing, their, doing their moaning and groaning away from them Mm. But then you get one of the mates that that knows that person. Oh, oh, oh sis, oh, don't sit on the table. They're like, oh, um, why not? It's because I've got my mate. Mm. And you're like, oh, you know, it's like, it's like, well, that's definitely a reason why you don't do that. You're letting the family know that. Uh, you're allowing us that we're going to cook you, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you Basically, want to be you, Basically. Want, you want to be cooked. You know, it's been a while, but uh, <laughs> that's what you're asking for. And and then it's, <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> you know, but, just cop that right there. I'm like, oh dear, John, it's been a while. <laughs> you know, but those are those things that society has done. It's sort of like hasn't allowed our generations to actually. Um, it's not what you're actually doing that's wrong it's not being explained as to why you do not do it. Mm. You know, that, that's been left out because they you just get a, you just get a slap. Hard. Mm. You don't do that. Like, mm. Oh, but why? They're like, you just don't do it. Are you answering me back? <laughs> what, do you,
1: like, what do you think can be done in that space to support that understanding of that knowledge? Well, the
2: why, understanding yeah. of the why. Yeah, and, and, and it's for those that actually do know in those spaces to actually say, well,
1: man, that's
2: awesome why we can't do it, but Why? You just don't do it. But what's our cultural reason? You're saying you don't do enough people in our culture. Mm. like mm. That's what I used to do. I challenged the status quo all the time when, when I was in my teens, when, when I actually, or actually the end of my teens in my early 20s, is I would do certain things going to all these hui's that I was, because I was, basically, I had woken up to my mauritanga mm. from being from the streets. How, how come it took me that? It took me to dig myself a hole, jump in the hole, tell the people outside of my hole, if you, mm. um, you know, and then actually find out what was happening outside of the hole beyond what I was used to, you know, beyond the peripheral was actually that's where the magic was, you know, beyond what beyond the fence line of, uh, you know, the stereotype of what being a Maori and you know. Child number seven out of 10 kids being brought up in a low socioeconomic uh, society, El- elder siblings, you know, as uh, like things like this SIPs, you know, uh, my family was one of the families of uh, in the whakapapa of SIPs, you know, that were my elder brothers and sisters were taken off my mum, you know, just because we lived in South Auckland, because we were in a poor family, there was a lot of alcohol and drug abuse, uh, violence abuse. And so, because of that, My elder siblings, I didn't know I had older brothers and sisters until I was a little bit older, because I was the 10-month-old baby at the time Mm. when my older sister, my older sisters and and brothers were taken off, and so when I was brought up and they came into the picture, I, I thought they were my cousins. Because you know, in Maori Pacific families, there's, there's, a, there's going to be a lot of you. <laughs> you know, so everybody's your kazi. A village you. is
0: like four plus. <laughs> 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 like, th- there's no such thing as a village, like
2: less than four. Like, a village is four plus, and that plus just keeps on going. Yeah. And so um, being involved in that, and then you know, coming into being an adult and, and seeing all these things developing, like oranga and all of that, mm. was, you know, and, and knowing that I was a part of that whakapapa. Know the Whakapapa of Oranga Tamariki game, mm, mm. you know, going back to social welfare and, and, and you know, being involved in that, it, it sort of was like, well, you know, I don't, I definitely don't want any of my descendants to actually ever go back to that situation again, you know, and so uh, um, all of these new things that are happening in our society, it goes back to, well, it's just how do we uh, transfer, transfer that. Um, That learning over, you know, it's like we can. A lot of people in our schooling education system don't actually know. You know, they know more about Christopher Columbus and Napoleon Bonaparte than they do about, you know, here we are in in, in Kirikiriro and Waikato, and, you know, knowing more about Christopher Columbus than, you know, than Porto Tau Teferofero, it's sort of like. It's really If we were over in England And they knew more about Porto Than they did about you know, the English monarchy That would be Oh dearie uh, hmm.
0: We've got a problem yes. you know? <laughs> Darling We've got a problem
1: <laughs> That's so well um, yeah.
0: Let's not jump into my um, English accent Because I can go <laughs> Jolly good <sir. laughs> Jolly good Man, nah, your one sounds really flash. I feel like your one's posh. Mine's like Princess Essex, like fine. on the on the south side of Essex,
2: <laughs> from
0: Brighton. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm I'm like way in Geordie Shore somewhere. That's
1: like, this um, is true. Wow, sad. I've seen you on a night out. <laughs> Far
0: out. Um, we're not here to talk about me <laughs>
1: <laughs> but let's yeah no.
0: <laughs> so um i guess you were like you've you've already spoken on the different com- communities that you're attached to and currently attached to as well but what does community and communities mean to you because for us like we're like when we when we talk about support and um in terms of communities like these the pacifica community and then these communities within the, the pacific community So um, and then at the same time there's the LGBTQ um, plus community, so the queer rainbow community, and then all those different letters, specific individual like niche issues that's related to that community within a community. So I guess for you, um, which communities really uplifted you the most, and and like you know just just not limiting yourself, just. All the different communities that you're a part of, which is a lot. I feel like I heard music, I heard family, I heard um, mixed cultures coming in through, as well as just a lot of different other communities. So
2: yeah, well, jump in there. When when I was a part of that, when I like as I was saying earlier, I was part of a a youth group that sort of when I went back to the hook younger, you know, and a lot of youth were coming together, and a lot of youth were, were striving for tunoranga tiritanga mana motuhake. A lot of the a lot of the the youth within our collective, you know, all came from different backgrounds or had different experiences, all came from different um upbringings, had different forms of relationships, um, uh, had the you know, the the one thing that they had that I was searching for uh was every single one of them knew who they were. Mm. You know, um I had met mates, you know, that because in amongst all of that, I love playing indoor netball. I love playing basketball, and man, indoor netball is a tough sport. Man, <laughs> were you were you were
0: you were you jumping all over the place and bouncing off the nets as well? Because I feel like I've seen some indoor netball players, and I swear, I'm, I'm, I kid you not, talented, and then also just understanding time and space and using the ball and the net. It's it's a whole like. There's, there's social netball, and then when you go to international indoor um, netball, or so so tell me more about that because I feel like that oh, well, people are asleep on indoor netball. Oh yeah,
2: and and I still love it now. Mm. I, I still love it now. It's just you know, just my partner, she's like because uh, nearly whenever I you're supposed to only go to those things and have one game. <laughs> <laughs> so there's always someone in other teams that don't make it, make it, or turn up, and i like oh. Yeah, suit, yeah yeah yeah, you always get to try and get in two, at least two, three games a night. Mm. but um, you know, but just a lot of those um, communities or a lot of those, to me, yeah uh, uh, for me, it's hard because you no, know, whether they were my bros, my sisters, and, and I call all my Metes, um, that are male. They're my bros mm. that are female, they're my sisters, you know, that, that, that class themselves as their own gender mm. or whatever, you know. I always ask them, well, what do you want me to call you? And then when they say, it, I was going, sweet, all good, my mete.
0: So, can I just plug in there? That's how you're supposed to approach that conversation i feel like there's a lot of people that don't Mm -hmm. know how to approach that conversation and you've literally just explained it in the purest simplest form because i get so mad when people mispronounce like our brothers and sisters who identify as a different and in my head i'm like you don't go and assume straight away you ask and i feel like you literally just it's it's actually that simple Mm. from and you've how did you come into that space without even, or have you just always naturally been just like I'm just gonna ask?
2: No, well, when 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 you experience a, a, a lot of those misunderstandings yourself, mm-hmm. you through your through your experiences, you you find, um, because you, because you yourself you you want to connect, you want to communicate, and you want your communication to be clear. And you want people to understand who you are for you mm. um, and rather than play, playing around, beating around in the bush or adhering to what media portrays you to be uh, because you always get this Western ideology of um if you're a male in a male relationship, if you're a female in a female relationship, or if you class yourself as asexual, if you class yourself as whatever, that you are unique in the system, but you are, you know, people tend to want to dissect you, mm-hmm. you know. But when you look at it from a cultural viewpoint, you know, Every village, as you said, every village, you have parents, you have cousins, you have you your your dad wasn't your only male role model. Every male in your village, they were your papa. Mm. Mm. Every female in your village, they were your mama except that one was your mama who birthed you, that one was your mama who brought you up, that one was your mama you always got your kai from, that one was your mama you always got the learning from, you know. And so (laughs) every mama had a particular job, every Mm. papa, that was the papa that got you to pick up your first spade to do the garden, that was the papa that made you uh, stop not speaking, you know, and that was the one that made you go and look for your kai, Mm, you know, mm. hunt for your kai, die for your kai however depending on where geographically you were you know and so um when I started learning about that from back in the days because I was brought up bloody south auckland you know it was a struggle you had to go to you had to go to bloody Foursquare and 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 go with a couple of cousins and make sure the you know the butcher's not looking that's when there were butchers in um, <laughs> um, every street corner you know um but you had to try and figure out and strategize how to get that You know, $15 meat pack out when you had not less than a dollar to try and actually feed you and your cousins that are back at the home with no power. And and you had to try and find something to um, eat apart from jumping the fence at the orchard to try and survive and make it to the next day, to the Mm. next week, to the next month. And whenever things would come back, you know, it's like boom. Um, And so having different lived experiences, um, you know, For me, um, it was through learning about my culture and the connection of my culture to cultures around me um, and the the similarities because, man, when I got to travel overseas Mm. and and when I first moved overseas, oh, not moved, but when I first started working overseas, I just took me an instrument that was like a bone that I could put in my ear, Mm. you know, and... People were asking for me to play this bone With variations of forms of music And when I was doing it People loved it And I was like Hey All I'm doing is playing Jamming with you fellas They're like Yeah but what you jamming No one else can do Aye You know And then I was going Oh okay cool And so they'd fly me different places And when I would meet Like my biggest my my One of my first big learnings Was over in Germany And like I love Germany, Mm. you know, the the societal um, ignorance of Western ideologies towards Germany about First World War, Second World War, the Boer War, all of those negative impacts that unfortunately people that came from those spaces um, rippled out to the rest of the world and the whole country and every single family from that country got to blame for it. Mm. You know, but when I went there and met their people, and they started learning talking to me about their folklore, just because I taught them about what we do here mm. in the South Pacific, the bottom of the planet to them, um, which was stuck in the middle of all this ocean. That I met a lot of people over in Germany that had never seen the ocean before because oh. they stayed like two thousand kilometers from the nearest mm. oceanic water. Mm. You know, and. My God. You know, and it was, th- those things freaked me out. And I was going, oh, God, our island's the biggest island in the Pacific, but still, mm-hmm. you know, you will definitely go and experience the moana, the ocean, at least uh, how many times in your life? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, you know, but when they started talking about their own cultures, all these different countries I would travel to, I started talking about their own cultures, and all I all I used to reply to them after they would share, I was going, eh. Use a use a Māori. They use a Māori. That's what, so all cool. those values that your culture has. Those our values, oh. all those things that you hold together as a people, or that that your your ancestors held together, is exactly very similar to our ones or the ones that I have learnt so far. Mm. You know, and I was going when I used to see Germany on TV. You know, I used to hate you fellas. Mm you know and when i first went over there people kept on apologizing because and i'd go because i was in Moana in the tribe with Moana Maniapoto mm-hmm. I, I performed with her for a number of years and so um, we would travel around to different cultures all, all uh, different countries all around the world and she uh, was a wonderful ambassador mm. for not only maori music or new zealand music but music that came from the south pacific Because in her music, you had haka, you had poi, you had our language, you had that infused with contemporary pop, Mm. with what was known as contemporary pop and soul and R&B. And she was doing stuff no one else was doing at the time Mm. or in the known contemporary music scene at the time. And so hearing and seeing all these cultures actually – Rather than going and sightseeing and doing all this other stuff that some of the other people in the band were doing, I'd go, no, no, go to a museum. Hard. Go there and, and learn and, like, oh, freaky. You know, and I'd go to all these places and meet people. I'd go there specifically because I, I proudly call myself, uh, you know, a hoary, which is basically for me, my own definition go there. of a hoary. You know, is an intellectual native that is creative in one's world. You know, some wait, people. Wait, one more time, one more
0: time. I feel name, like for, for the people in the background, um, just just, <laughs> the, and all the, the the shallow
2: ears out there. Uh, this one's for you. Just one more time, you know, please. So, uh, a hoary is just like what damn native and all of those ones of that time that actually said in their raps. You know, my definition of it. You know, of being a hoary is being an intellectual native that is creative, doing the mahi or the work of our tupuna, Mm. the work of our ancestors. And people have their own definitions. Some are more negative. Yeah. um, But I stand proud to be a hori. Mm. You know, yes, I can hold a tie. I can wear a collar and put a tie on and and speak that language. But can you come into my realm and speak my language? Beautiful. You know, and so um, it's all there and... You know, and so for me, going back to going back to the question, you know, um, you know, I've I've got good mates, and 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 going through my own learning, when I found out certain mates of mine um, were inclined to um, to like friends of of the same sex, I be like, oh, true, bro. He goes, well, that's just who I am, my bro. I was like, oh well, if that's who you are, bro, I still love you, my bro. Yeah. You know, mm. and then we had mates that sort of like always jumped fences. Mm. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't decide, you know. And I, does I was going, have to decide? well, coiner, you know, mm. exactly, you know. And and like one year, one of my mates, you know, loved the opposite sex. Another year, you know, they're like, oh nah you know, that person was a dick. So I, this 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 person here makes me mm. feel good. And I was going, well, at the end of the day, sis, you go and you you share that intimate bond with somebody that shares that same energy. Mm. And at the end of the day, you can do whatever you want because the relationship I have with you, you know, is you're always gonna be my sis. Aww. You know, and 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 it's well, isn't that what it's supposed to be? Mm. You know, and I've gone to places like Thailand, you know, where you 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 meet a lot of people and I met quite a few of the people over there that, you know, when you when you go and fill out certain applications or even right down to the immigration papers, they have gender, male, female, and, you know, they have asexual and, and, and they have other, and then you put in which other you are. And so there, there are many countries around the world that recognise already because of the percentage of their populations that are naturally like that. And they have, like, Western society discriminates many, unnecessary things. Mm-hmm. You know, and yet when you go back to our cultural societies, you know, um, you know, Hawaii you have the Mahu, you know, Samoa we have Fafafene, mm. you know, and in a lot of our Pacific communities, we already had those. And so those were just natural, you know, if they wanted to be like that, well they were or they were supported in being that uh, and 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 um, loving who they want to love, being who they want to be, you know. And like for some of my, well, one one funny story is um, when I first moved back to Hamilton back in the days when I was creating huis with rangatahi um, in all societies, uh, we used to hold a lot of like gatherings of the learnings of te koti, the learnings of, of, it's cool to be native and creative, mm. the likes of native sons here in Hamilton and, 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 um. You know, I would have heaps of Hui. And because I was doing a lot of Hui with one of my bros, you know, we would do HUI all the time and it was always me and him. A lot of people actually thought, you know, we were in a relationship. You know, and we were both going, Cher, if I was that way inclined Klin, I'd be pretty lucky. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And and, you know, people cracking up, they're like, Oh, you don't mind people saying no, I was going, Well, bro, people can have their own opinions of Aye. me. At the end of the day I know who I love,
0: Mm, Mm.
2: mm. my bro knows who he loves And of course, yeah, I can easily say I love my bro Mm. I've got his back to eternity, you Mm. know But it's never really about um, Are you going to, um, I suppose, descend into that level Of Western or societal ignorance Really, at the end of the day, it's societal ignorance Mm. Um, and, And there are many levels of that Culturally, um, systemically, um, and even um, through gender, you know, and and which way you want to love, which mm. way you want to be, who else can know what you feel apart from yourself, and and Facts. the people that are around you need to love you for who you are, and 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 if they do that, you end up finding out that that person and that family and that community that that person is around, you know, is a lot stronger. Because when you start hiding things, mm. that's when all of the cracks start appearing, mm-hmm. and 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 it makes an unfortunate thing. Because for me, at the end of the day, you know, in this generation, we have to give a better understanding for our next generation, mm. so they can love you're who they so right. love.
0: You're you're like honestly, I feel like that intergenerational um, succession of like Fokaro and deep Fokaro around those issues. I don't see that. Like there's not a bridge there. And it's, it's, it's kind of sad because I feel like a lot of my generation of having to find out the hard way who they are. Mm. And it's like, like, and it's, it's not even just, I feel like for me specifically, it was hard to find out my space and how to hold space. Cause in my whole motu and my, like everything that I relied on, not around so it's like well kate kate actually said the most beautiful thing where like you have to create your own village Mm. and i'm like that's what our people do when we go away from home as we go and find and seek and create our own villages of support anyways but yeah um going into support what do you do you reckon because you just talk about like when you try to hide things the cracks start opening is there a link between shame and support for you in terms of the shame induce, like the lack of support or support, is you don't seek support because of shame? Is there like like what are your thoughts around
2: shame and support? The wonderful thing about being a part of a a creative community, mm. um, doing the work that I do with Tonga um being a, being an artist, being a musician, uh, being a creative Pacifica person is the community that I have around me. Mm. You know, And so I've been a part of uh, uh, a community that is quite strong and um, quite open about discussion. Mm. You know, and back in the day when I was finding myself, when I was hitchhiking to all of those hui's that I was talking about, mm. uh, I came across um, a wonderful collective of artists known as Pacific Sisters. Oh, yeah. You know, and and led by the um, one of the wonderful people in the collective was a, 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 an awesome sis, Rosanna Raymond, who was of uh, uh, Samoan and English um, ancestry, and um, and with her I met a whole bunch of real creative natives um, from all the different Pacifica Islands that created a collective called Pacific Sisters that. They loved, you know, their culture and um, they loved expressing their culture in their own unique way. Mm. And, and they all came from different, um, I suppose the terminology people use is different communities. Mm. Um, uh, they, they all come from different backgrounds. and, and um, But they, the same intention they all had was to show their creativity of their culture that they loved. You know, and and I was one of those young hoary young fellas that, you know, was doing nothing and was pulled into jumping up on stage, walking on a thing called a catwalk. Um, <laughs> being one of the models at that time, just because, well, one of them came up to us, I think it was very honest, he goes, Oh bro, you wearing undies? And we're like, uh oh. and my bro was like, Yeah, yeah, I got undies on, here, go put this on. What about you? Boxes, I'm like sweeties, and she she chucks me this little piece of cloth. She goes, "Just suck that in there, bro, and you'll be sweet." <laughs> you know, so I had to make my own undies up and put all these gears on and and work in a space that you know you could be who you are mm, mm. around a bunch of awesome people. Like as as what you were saying, you you create your community. Mm. You know, and when what Pacific Sisters done, you know, they um there were people within that community that were from all fields, far left, far right, far up, far down, and everything in between. (laughs) But the respect and trust and acknowledgement they all gave one another was something that us, that were just being thrown into being a model, and then we just wanted to carry on and just being around that community because they were awesome, they were creative, and they were native, Mm. and they didn't give a fuck Mm. on what other people Mm. thought about them. And we were like, yeah, that's the true power of Tinoranga Tiratanga. You know, and yet these people came from all the different islands. You know, and even in that even in that time, you know, you were Pacific or you were Maori. Mm. And unfortunately, even today in many yeah, spaces, yeah. you are Pacific. Yeah. Whenever you are getting explained, whether you are here in Aotearoa, New Zealand or overseas in any of the other islands, you're either classed as Pacific and Maori. Mm. Even when you hear people singing songs, whether it's hip-hop, R&B, you know, you hear like Hawaiian groups, you know, um, like Kue, Sudden Rush and all of that rapping about all the Pacifica, and then you say, like, oh, you know, they have all these songs and what you're going to do right now, you know, Tahitians in the house, Samoa's in the house, the Māori in the house, you mm. know, represented from, you know, the unique Pacific strands. And when you come into many circles, it's, you know, no one really classes Maori as Polynesian. And it's like, hey, well, where did uh, where did those waka come from? <laughs> you know, we, we love talking whakapapa papa, and we love going back to i o matua te kore mm. you know, and that's at the very beginning. <laughs> and yet, so everyone's a bit murky about what happened in between. And then the waka got to Aotearoa, Then it's oh yeah. It's like, um, let's go back. Uh, you know, let's let's go back a, a, a step or two, you mm, know? Mm. and so yes, where did that waka come from? Oh, before it got here, it stopped in Savaii. Mm. Oh, that's an old Hawaii. Oh, we call it Hawaii. <gasps> you know, it's like boom. <laughs> yeah. so, you know, and then another waka actually stopped through into another Hawaii. No, oh yes, we say Hawaii, but they call it Hawaii, and so it's mm. just a slight, you know, dialectal difference, and so. It, 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 it cracks away from that Western ideology of there's only one Hawaii Nui, Hawaii Noah, Hawaii Pa You know, and it's like, um, hell no, there's many Hawaii mate. You know, mm-hmm. the, our people go back to many islands, not just the one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all connected, yes. We're not saying we're not connected.
1: You are.
0: Mm. You separated us, you yeah. draw these lines and these boundaries to say yeah. this and that right
2: you know and that's and that's one thing that I always take anywhere and I, and, and I hold it as my my backbone wherever I go. That's why I think I'm the way that I am because I don't care and I don't mind wherever I go in the world because when I step off that plane or when I step off their boat, or when I step off whatever, and I touch the shores, mm. or I touch the land, some a lot of times what I do is when I go to a new funeral that I've never been to before, I'll get to the nearest piece of grass, I'll take my shoes, my jandals, my boots, whatever I'm wearing, and just put my feet in, and just for a few seconds, I'm just like, <sighs> Kia ora Papa," Aye. and then carry on, and they're like, "Um, hey horror, what are you doing, man?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and I'm just saying, oh, I'm just saying, kia ora to Papa Tuanuku. Yeah. And they're looking around, going, who's that? <laughs> who's that? You know, and I was going, oh, it's it's the land. We call it Fenua. Mm. They're like, oh, is that what you say over in New Zealand? And I'm like, no, that's what we say whenever we come across land, because whether we're in New Zealand or whether we're here, the land is still going to be called the land. Mm. We call her Papa Tuanuku. Yeah. She's our mama. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know. Because that's what we say culturally, but many people when they go and disperse off and say, oh, are you taking your elders with you? Oh, you need to do this. Like, Mm. why? When I touch the ocean waters, it's still going to be Tangaroa. No matter where I go, whether I'm up in bloody Sweden touching the Arctic end of of Tangaroa, you know, everybody's got a cold part of their body, no, or whether I'm going to be – Uh, Sitting in the Bahamas going, this is this party. This spot. Awesome, (laughs) awesome uncle. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's like when you can when you personify or when you can characterise our cultural integrity or our cultural stories and make it real as real as the stories that are told to you, Mm. you know, um, that holds that holds onto you like an ancestral cloak of love because in the loneliest of times and in the darkest of times, you know, no matter how many people come and go, uh, rip into you, try to, you know, rape your own integrity out of you or, you know, scar you for life, at the end of the day, all those people that come and go because when people take action against you they're envious of you mm. you know and that, that's 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 at the end of the day that's what it is they want what you've got because it's different to them you know and when you can go back and that's what happens with people that are around you and you walk out of that dark area that you're in the land will still be there mm. the coconut tree will still be there with coconuts growing. And then whether it's you or whether it's your cousin or whether it's a stranger that will get their bamboo stick and pop that coconut um, Mm. off off the tree and and get their bush knife and Mm. Mm. have a good drink, you know, it's either going to be you or them, but that's always going to be there, you know. And so in those darkest of times, remember when you can always go back to those foundations that hold you as a person, even though the people around you uh, may call you shame, mm. they may say, uh, you "Are you ashamed to our family for what you have done?" And you look at them for being who I am. Hard, you know. And you ask the family, "Well, what happened to you?" And you're like, "What do you mean?" For you to say that I am shame, something must have happened to you. Mm. For you to feel mm. that you must call somebody else a shame mm. to be who they are, you know. Because people used to be say, "I I come from a family that was brought up in alcohol and drugs my whole life, and the violence that happened in my upbringing, not necessarily to me all the time, but the physical." Mental and spiritual abuse that did happen to me mm. makes me who I am today. Beautiful. They, you know, the ugly comes with the good. Mm. You no, know, the, the 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 varying challenges we we experience comes with and makes us who we are. That's why we're all unique. Mm. And we are all unique. You may look like the the brother from down the road or the sister from up the road, you know, and no relation at all, but uh, you have something that no one else has got. Mm. You know, and that's your own Modi, that's your own Modi. And um, to all my brothers and sisters that are in, one of one of my bros, um, in those communities, oh, I never get it right. LGBTQA QIA QIA plus, but uh, I think they're tr-
0: they're still working on it. So we're we're still working on that alphabet.
1: That's, that's <laughs> also the very like white Western acronym as well
2: Yeah, and and for me. Um you know, the brother was talking about, you know, all these people that are vying for your vote in our election, all these people that are vying for your vote. You know, they say this, they say this about their culture, they say this about their policies and and all of that, Um, but at the end of the day, you know, a lot of those ones that are saying this and that about their new policies coming out and their new things coming out and yet themselves as an individual is a real homophobic you know, it's like, mate, walk your talk. If you're gonna say that, why don't you come to our communities then? Why aren't you coming into these spaces that we are? We are, our tick is just as important as the tick from our neighbour next door. You know, all of those things. You know, and when he bought, he chucked it out on on Facebook, you know, and you know, it, it it's sort of like, I find those things really funny. Is why we have to contextualise. For you know, our, bro- our our brothers and sisters having to go there because they've been forced in a way um, to actually saying, "Well, come and see us." Then mm. we've always been here. You want a cup of tea, or, or you want a Makona <laughs> you, you know,
0: a latte, please. Yeah, a latte. You know,
2: all all of those just differentiations. It's it's the communication. A eh? mm, mm. it's communication and. Once again, I go back to our digital world we're living in. You know, one of the challenges that we have is we're in the world of TikTok, and and one one of the one of the great things is it, it, it's it's showing that we end up getting access to all these things from all around the world. But one of the challenges that we have at the same time is, you know, people are creating their own com- communities, digital communities, mm. and yet you can walk past your best mate that's been following you for the last year or so, and you both have, let's say, 100,000 uh, or more, 200,000 or however thousands of of followers and all of that, and yet you can walk you can walk downtown, walk through a city street and use past one another, look into one another's eyes and then carry on and not know that, hey, actually use a BFFs on mm. Instagram, use a BFFs on TikTok, and yet when you actually meet them face-to-face, mm. You wouldn't even know who the hell they are that's sad you know and and that's the reality of these generations coming through and um you know we, we we have to be very mindful of technology um and even though you know embracing it because hey we're living in the 21st century and we must embrace we must learn at the same time we must not for, forget to uh, connect mm. in person. Wait. So, are you literally
0: saying that the connection, so technology being the connection, creates disconnection in reality?
2: For some, it you you can see the definite um, outcomes mm. in you Now, for some, it 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 actually builds connection because some communities or some social groups sort of like they they meet up on on Instagram mm-hmm. or they meet up on TikTok and and you know next minute. You know, a massive TikTok, new TikTok comes out and they're like, Hey, let's all meet at this park at this time, da 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 da, da boom and then they all like, Oh, is that what you look like? Oh, chair out. Oh. Hard, hard. And then you do the big mad TikTok. You know, and for so for some it works. Mm. For others you're like, whoa, same conversation and they're like, Oh, um, actually, oh I can't make it. Whereas behind behind the scenes that person's actually twice or oh, Half the age of those other people in their their particular circles because you can be any age you want Mm. on TikTok. You can be any gender you want on TikTok. You can be anything online. You can be basically, you can create your own avatar Mm. and you can play with whatever. But when you actually going into meeting face to face, that's another thing. You know, go back to the whole catfish thing. Oh, yeah. You know, you can, you can, those things, those are the. The things we must be mindful of, mm, mm. you know, and and those are those things I always go back to culture, and, and cultural connectivity is that you know um, it is actually part of a Pacifica culture, that you know we always actually have to make sure we we connect with one another. If you don't, you end up getting a ear bashing from your nanny, yeah. or or you end up getting somebody yeah, oh, why you why you uptight for oh? mm. you're like, What? we haven't heard from you in ages, you know? <laughs> or if you haven't gone to a family function or anything, they're like, oh, you're being too flash. Mm, oh, mm, oh, mm. don't want to know your family. You know, all of those things. It's it's embedded in our culture that you must, even if it's just for a cup of tea or for one feed, you know, keep on connecting back to your family because that's what makes who you are. Mm. That's your anchor. And And sometimes your anchor can be the problem. Yep. Um but um at the end of the day, uh when all your when depending on the situation, you know, when everything is against you and everything you you know, your 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 family stuck with you, for good, bad and the ugly. Mm. Um when things crack around you, when you when you when there's an atomic bomb of experiences that just put you in a place that you have had enough with everything um, you know whether they like it or not it'll be your family mm. or it will be that community that you're so close with that will be the ones thing I didn't like you were such a dick huh? <laughs> mm. give me your hand now you're a dick get up here give me a hug Hard. you know and they'll love you through the thickness mm. of, of good and bad. You know, and so um, connection, you know, is important, and we just need to be mindful with our digital connections that we have, because some can lead you in an awesome space, um, some can lead you in the wrong space. Mm. You know, it is us as people. You know, always go back to what is the greatest thing. You know, it is people. It is people. It is people.
0: Yeah. All right, so I, I honestly feel like I can just sit here and just listen You're to everything, um, but we've we've hit that last question, and that last question is, what do you believe is in the far queue that needs to be brought, like, in terms of topics or in terms of your personal experience, what's in the far queue that needs to be brought up to the front so they can have its limelight?
2: Well, it's the whole point of the name, eh? mm Bar You know, a lot of our communities um, have not been given a voice. A Mm. lot of our communities, when they are given their voice, that's usually at the end of Mm. something, or um, you're either the first, where there's hardly anybody there, or you're not given the the right time to actually share your voice, and um, or you're given you're given a voice only at certain events that you have to wait for throughout the year, Mm. you know, and and sometimes it's only like at a Mardi Gras when you can say it, but no one's wanting to talk about that at a Mardi Gras. Everyone's (laughs) wanting to party. Right. You know, even you. (laughs) Like, oh, why do we have to bring this up now? Oh, yeah, well, this is the only opportunity. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, and you try and do the best you can, and you're like, oh, we'll see you at the party where you, You know, all of those things. Mm. But it's all about... Um, you know, given the right to speak at the right time, you know, and not waiting for a catastrophe to happen before you're given that voice.
0: I feel like you literally just called out the whole Black Lives movement. Like that, dwarfed for me, I'm like, yo, yeah. that was a catastrophe, but that's a catastrophe that keeps on repeating itself. Yeah. That wasn't just a 2020 catastrophe. That's That's an ongoing catastrophe. Yeah. And, and we're reacting to that instead of pro- being proactive. But yeah, c- carry on. I feel like you've literally hit the, the nail on the
2: spot. Yeah, because you know, and you know, even even with those particular movements, you know, for for those finer over there in America, you know, as as all of this Black Lives Matter and and all of the you know the catastrophes that continue to happen over in the states. To our black communities, you know, this whole thing with like the far and and what's the story, like just adding to to what's happening over there is, um, yep, the, the the black voices are not being heard. Um, we are the First Nation voices.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Come on, you come through.
2: Um, our and and I'm um, I'm not disseminating or not. Um, sifting away anything to do with all of our black brothers Mm, and sisters mm. over in the States. That's a different Um, conversation. Yeah. Mm. Uh, For our First Nation communities, they continually every day have young, beautiful First Nation women being raped, uh, being murdered, uh, being kidnapped, um, being taken away, and none of the police force are doing anything. None of the American government, seem to be doing enough um, for it to be actually even acknowledged. It's great that we have, like, the awesome thing about Black Lives Matter is uh, because of a lot of the sporting community, a lot of them are of Mm. African-American heritage, you know, and so their voices, whether their government is listening or not, their voice is very powerful. Mm. You know, it, it, it's gone everywhere in the world and everyone loves wearing a Black Lives Matters T-shirt. But like the end of the day is, you know, if you're going to wear it, actually walk it. Mm. You know, many people can sort of like put in, say, yeah, run and do their Instagram Black Lives Matter. And Performative. They, you, know, you know, and then five seconds later, they're going, oh, look at that. Oh, what a hoe. Just because she's wearing a, you know, um, a short skirt and a, and, and a half tank top you know, and she's a bit more larger than mm. than the usual Barbie doll. You know, and 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 so I'll I'll always go back to that as, you know, where those ones that do sit in the far queue, where's the opportunity to speak, mm. and to our society, like our society here in Aotearoa, 2020, we're just about to be 2021. Mm. You know. What um, opportunities are given Apart from waiting for those Mardi grass? Apart from waiting for those days That are recognised as rainbow days Throughout the year That everybody uses that one day To wear their rainbow t-shirt And support our different communities That um, are of different uh, Differently that Have a different way of inclination of, of who they love and how they love and why they love, um, there needs to be more opportunity and um, it's just as important as, you know, the likes of those man-ups and those legacies and those particular communities that are given voices for, for, for their voices. How come um, there are no... Opportunities outside the status quo For our many communities To be able to g- be given that voice mm. You know, We've had um, Our wonderful ones in, Even in our parliament That have been involved in our parliament That have had many challenges Of having their voice um, Being listened to And so it's really um, Where is our community voice And give us the opportunity to speak mm. and if you're giving us the opportunity to speak don't give us the opportunity to speak and then think you can just walk away and mm. there's your community talk to them it's like uh, ah no you're in this community as well mate. Mm, mm. You know, you're in. don't this be just
0: the gate well. opener and then, then you feeling so privileged for opening a gate
2: you're like, oh there you go, I helped them. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I did my job. It's like, um no, you stayed there to the end, bro. Ah. Uh, no.
1: And then what are you gonna do about it? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, what are the actions? Mm. Like, actions speak louder than words. Right. Um. So, are you willing to stand in the far queue? Mm.
0: Mm. Yep. That's literally the name of your episode. <laughs> That's the name of your episode. Are you willing to stand in the far queue? Um, all right. So, if people want to get a hold of you for support or because they they um, they can relate to your story in some way, shape, or form, or they want to ask you further questions, what's what's your plug-in
2: for your social media? Uh, well, for me, I'm um, I'm a kanohiki kite kanohi person. Oh, mm. You mm. Know, um, I'm a, I'm a face-to-face person. Um, and even in my music, you know, people wonder why people are always asking me, "How come you haven't got an album?" Or "How you've been been in people's albums for the last twenty years, and you've done your own stuff?" And "How come you haven't got your own?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't play to or specifically to make albums." Oh. Um, we need more people like you. <laughs> you know, I, I played for, I played for the kopra, for me, that it stands for, you know, and 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 you know, if people are keen to get together for a jam. There's a few things coming up, you know, at, at WinTech and Hamilton and around the, around the Motu. Uh, we're looking at um, creating a kura, a school, um, for this, and 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 hopefully, in, in in the long run of it, is you know, continuing to connect our traditional voices with our modern contemporary voices, mm. um, you know. And so you can usually find me on you know different social medias under my name, Horomona Horo. Um, if you you know, once again, Uncle Google. You know, chuck my name in there, and you'll end up finding some way to connect to me. Um, people want to have a talk. People want to just have a sit and 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 just, you know, feel one another's space. You know, it's it, it's always cool. You know, we all we all go back to culture. We all go back. And we every single one of us has a Modi. You know, every single one of us has a Modi, and sometimes we forget that. Mm. And so, um. You know let your voice be heard and if you want to chat with me you know come out of the far queue, come to the front of the line and cheer let's have a corridor let's have a oh, kia ora, all right you started with 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 the uh,
0: with with your language that you currently speak right now did you want to end with your with one of your beautiful musical
2: languages Cool and so um just for those that are out there listening this what I'll finish off with is 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 a piece of music that inspired me. And it goes back to, um, this is my own rendition of, of a piece of music um, The original music is called Hoki Mai means return mm. Return to me, return to us, return to the land Return to who you are And it was created by uh, Hirani Melbourne and Richard Nuns, And um, yeah, Nada Te mihi. Uh, Mad love, mm-hmm. lots of love to my brother and sister uh, here um, keep listening to Farquh, everyone, and uh, you know, have a great Tullanoir, have a great weekend, and you know, be creative, be native, because there's only one you. This is not Doctor Zeus. This is me to you, saying only one ever in this world can be you, mm-hmm. and that's you.
0: Thank you so much
1: God. thank you for coming through and sharing your experiences and your facade with us we really appreciate it and sharing your beautiful music
0: mm the fuck you fuck you fuck you the fuck you fuck you fuck you everyone yeah bye
1: fuck you